back for another episode. And this week, I've got a special guest with us. Elisa is out of the studio, and we brought in our producer for a special episode. So we want to welcome Noah French, my youngest son, who has been producing the podcast. Hey, it's me, the person in the background all the time you never see. I guess it's good to be here. I don't know. It's not my thing. It's not what I typically do. You sound uh, like you're like terrified. Or I'm something. totally terrified. This is not my thing. <laughs> you're watching your own video. I am looking over there. Instead of looking at me. Well, or this is how I run things. You're, I want to see the camera over there. You're doing everything you tell me not yeah, to do. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I have to run this at the same time that I'm doing this. So that's well, why it's interesting. It's awesome. It's, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. I, th- I love it that you can do all this stuff from out here and then still make it work. Yeah, well, it doesn't always work. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm having to make sure I remember to swap the cameras while I'm talking, which well, is not okay, easy. Okay, so so we can just say, but if 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 you're hearing me talk and seeing his face or vice versa, then he's failing. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> it's because I'm failing. I can cut failing. this all later, but I'm I'm not going to. I'm looking right at the camera, which is what I'm not supposed to do. Well, I mean, you can't do it. Look at that. Now I'm looking over to the wrong side of the room. You um, don't know what you're doing. I don't you know tell us doing. everything to do, do. And you don't know what you're doing. I, I love do. it. This is great. Your mother is going to have a field day with this. Yeah, she'll be really happy that I'm messing up all this. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> oh, me. So, well, listen, uh, you know, we, we, we want to talk about dreams. That's the kind of thing we do. And then we're also going to be talking about some things we may be doing to shift around and be doing some changing some things, some new ideas and things before we finish. But uh, having you own, I, I just want to... Why are we doing this? I mean, some people may be saying, well, hey, I, I liked the uh, uh, podcast, the audio podcast. I can listen to it in my car, you know, all that kind of stuff. Why would you go to, to this format with the video and everything for? They can still do the, the audio, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, there's nothing. So why are we doing the video? What's the reason for some of the shifts we've made already? Because you were the architect for a lot of the changes we've been making what was the reason yeah, for it? well i mean i was it was kind of my idea to start the podcast in the first place that's like two true. years ago um and what what i would say is it almost is like we're trying to branch out and do a lot more than just the podcast we've got other plans in the work we got different things we're going to be doing and really like bringing a video format of the podcast is a good way to get our foot in the door and check stuff it's not necessarily we think that this is not necessarily that we think this is going to be our groundbreaking moment when we added video to it but we want to make sure that we do things at the best level we can and why not add to something else to see if it'll work and pursue that so that's why we're doing the video with the podcast yeah. now well so so i'm in my 50s you're in your 20s yeah 20s. and yeah you know still uh exactly although i have a son who's about to not be in his 20s anymore but uh so i'm in my 50s you're in your 20s um there you know I'm I'm still learning technology. We probably have a lot of people who listen to me who are my age from my generation. What's the difference that, that you see coming to things from the generation you've grown up in? Uh, I mean, I had to learn all kinds of technology, all this kind of stuff, just to do the podcast. And we're going to come to what it means for dreams in just a second as well. But but what's the difference in the generations as you see it? I mean, one of the things I know and I've noticed and you catch on to real quick is we're actually kind of long. 30 minutes is kind of a long uh, program for the modern mindset. Uh, I mean, it's not bad, but, but uh, we're five-minute sound bites nowadays is that yeah, a generational yeah. thing or i, I mean it, it's all i mean it kind of it kind of comes from like social media 
we all we want something quick we want something interesting that's not going to take up a lot of our time like i mean honest a lot of people are just getting on their phone at work and they're looking for a little 10 second laugh or a 10 second interesting thing to watch and so having something that's 30 minutes doesn't attract a lot of attention unless it's in a podcast form which is why we do this in a podcast podcast form is because people put in their headphones at work or they're out driving they can listen to us so the video isn't necessarily something you know like that's groundbreaking that we need to do for this kind of format of interaction with people it's a bonus yeah exactly it's it's okay. it, it's an extra um but um it, it, it's like i said it's like you you grew up with everybody's watching TV. I mean, I watched TV when I was younger and everything. Like, you watch television shows or Tonight Show shows and things like that. And so you may find longer interactions more enjoyable or things like that. But, like, people my age and younger, just they just don't like it. They want something quick and they want it easy. And so, like, that's something we've looked into is possibly shortening things to make it more appealing to people and allowing people to get access to it that aren't typically seeing what we're doing well see that's something that's been difficult for me because i'm kind of a teacher at heart and i think probably everybody's already figured that out at this point but i'm kind of a teacher at heart and so i spent 20 years for the folks who don't know i spent 20 years uh, pastoring a church uh, and you know i was used to a 30 to 45 minute sermon every sunday and so yes, you to, were. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and you would say sometimes longer. I know, I know. I slept on the front row. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. You're the typical PK. Exactly, yeah. Was, uh, I remember one time I got real upset because I missed out on donuts in Children's Church. Because you slept, slept through, through them. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I could also talk about you running through the uh, no, let's uh, not, let's church not talk one time. About that. Yeah. No, let's not yeah, talk about he, that. He did run through the church one time and into a prayer meeting and ask everybody what the H they were doing in there. So... I mean, I was five. I learned it from uh, who knows what. I don't know where I learned those Maybe words from. Maybe your grandfather. Maybe. Well, not, not your grandfather French. We'll tell him. The people who know him. Was, yeah, yeah. Or could have been him, too. I don't know. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm used to that long format. I'm used to those things. And, and, and I think when you have people who are hungry for something, they really want to learn, 30 minutes or an hour is not a big deal. But when you're trying to capture people's attention – the shorter sound bite works. Exactly, yeah. No, like shorter, the shorter it is, the easier it is for someone to access it is really what is what it boils down to. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other factors that go into it that we're not dissecting because we're not looking to learn, you know, the, the, the human brain in that detail of like manipulating something into wanting to watch it. We want someone to be interested in what we're watching enough to stop and pay attention almost. So we're probably, we will do it more in longer bits than what you will see from a social media account or something like that, but that's because... Because there's a purpose exactly. that goes beyond just yeah. the, hey, let's entertain you kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So we want we want it to be more in-depth, but still not, you know, an hour-long sermon that someone's having to sit there and listen to or a class or a teaching like that. Well, I mean, and part of that's true because not everybody who listens to our podcast is uh, in the Christian faith. So they may not even be accustomed to the sermon concept exactly. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and that's one thing I love is, is dreams being spiritual in their nature uh, are not limited to just Christians who have them. Uh, and, and I personally, I think the interpretation method for interpreting a dream in a spiritual basis, the Judeo-Christian values that come into interpreting a dream bring a lot to the table that, everybody can benefit from but let me ask you a question that since i mentioned that and sort of shift the gears from podcast in general to um 
to dreams more specifically. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. what, what about the generational differences for dreams? I, honestly, initially, I was not interested in dreams. But as an older generation, I would almost think the younger generation is more apt to be interested in dreams and spiritual things than the older generation might be. So, Well, I would say yes. I would say a lot of the my generation is very interested in dreams and things like that. I mean, I know from experience with going with you places – you know, that a lot of the people my age want me to do, like, interpret a dream for them. That's not, it's not me. I don't do that stuff. <laughs> you know you can do it. I know I can do it. I can figure it out, but uh, that's because I grew up around it, but it's just not my, it's not my passion to be a dream interpreter. Now, your passion is to be a producer and, and do this kind of stuff. Do all yeah. this stuff, yeah. Be behind the scenes where no one see me, yeah. Uh, but, like, it is very important. Like, I would say it is probably more important. Like, I know dreams mean things. I know I've had dreams that mean things and, and all that, but, like, the the it's almost it's because the new agey kind of feel that my generation is they want to they want to see the meaning behind something always yeah well i mean i i was just thinking what's the uh what's the most meaningful dream what's when you think about dreams what dream have you had that comes that you just remember it comes to your recollection i mean i don't know if you want me to talk about that one but uh not in a bad way but it's always the dream I, i would say was uh I know I've told you about it. It was always when I, whenever I would get sick when I was younger, and I never forget this dream, is uh, because uh, it was about it was someone about you, but it was about me, in the sense of um, I would always start off as I was in a, I would always be in a tea shop, like a, like an old, like you would think of like a they don't really exist anymore. You don't see them like an old tea shop. It's like cups, like those china cups everywhere. They're all on glass shelves. It looks very antiquey, but like very pristine at the same time. I would be sitting there and I would either, I think I would be having like drinking tea at a table by myself. It wasn't like it was a restaurant or anything, but it was the shop for it. And while I was doing it, it would, uh, it would almost be like it was a rumbling, like, you know, from Jurassic Park when you'd see the water move, but like the whole China shop would move and everything. And that would, it always like, it would happen every time I'm sick and I would go outside and after all the rumbling had calmed down and like stuff had broken in the tea shop and I would look out and I'd be in the middle of a city like the size of New York or something and there would be a giant crater where like kind of close to where I came out from and in the center of the crater would be you standing there and then all of a sudden after I saw you turn around you turn into a giant tree and kind of like almost like an int from Lord of the Rings you know they, they would uh, it would kind of like start walking towards you and it would instill a fear in me it was terrifying, but it wasn't like I wouldn't wake up and be afraid of you. But in the moment, in the dream, I would be afraid. So, yeah. Cool. Now, I'll be honest. I don't remember you ever telling me that dream. I've told you that dream so many times. Well, I mean, I can't help it. I don't remember it. So, so what's it mean? I have no idea. I can't. I, I, I don't even know, really. I know I've told you about it, but you've never really given me a real interpretation. I mean, it's been years since I even mentioned it probably. Yeah, but it has to be because I really don't remember it. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's a cool dream. Mm-hmm. And so that would happen when you were sick and mainly when you're younger. You still, you still something you dream now or was it is no. that past? I wouldn't say I dream. recurring in the time frame when you used to have it. Yeah, it would happen every time I get sick. And I would say probably if I got sick enough now, I would probably, I don't know if it would be me actually having the dream more long as of me remembering, remembering the dream. Because it happens so frequently. Yeah. So, interesting thing about that is recurring dreams. See, since I've never told you what it means, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. Recurring dreams are um, uh, 
they kind of come in two formats. They, they, they come in the, this is going to happen, there's nothing you can do about it format, mm -hmm. and they come in the, hey, pay attention format. Right. And I kind of tell people, um, when you have a dream over and over and over and over and over again, it's usually not the kind that's saying, hey, there's nothing you can do about this, this is the way it is. That's the two dreams, you know, in the mouth of two witnesses, something's established. So it's, you repeat it twice, this is important. Uh, uh, it's, there's a witness to it. There's the second time that kind of confirms it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This is done. You've got, this is established. You're going to have to deal with it. Okay. When you have dreams that repeat over and over and over again, it tends to be more in that second group, which is the, hey, pay attention kind of thing, which I think is probably what your dream uh, was it's in your times when you're not feeling well, mm -hmm. it's pay attention. And so the things I think are important to it is you're not a tea kind of guy. No. Well, I, well, I would say tea is probably the only caffeinated thing I'll drink. But more than coffee, for sure. Yeah, I don't but do coffee like at all. it's not like you go looking for tea shops. No, I would never so it's do not that. Like, it's not like that aspect of the dream comes out of like your childhood, or that we went looking for tea shops No, it, it almost it would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. because of being inside it because it's not something I typically do. It felt like I was there with my grandmother kind of environment, like I was dragged there almost. Yeah, and, and a tea shop has this kind of a, a, a symbolism of, um, you know, something that's kind of um, almost fragile. There's, mm -hmm. a, a, there's a sophistication to it, uh, but there's a fragility to it, and there's a formality to it. When yeah. you think of the Asian concept of, of, of tea, or even the European concept of tea. Right. But when I think of the tea shop, I think it's more, more of that antique China yeah. shop. Kind yeah. Of feel. And so yeah. you've got this feel of, of things could be very fragile, but there's a real significance to it. Yeah. Because so, they have value behind them almost. Right. Yeah. Right. And so while it wasn't something you were necessarily comfortable with, it was something that was speaking to you about the value in your life that had uh, risks associated with it. Yeah. It was fragile. Yeah. And I think coming in a time when you're uh, uh, sick is about that these are the times when you kind of are more dependent on others. You're not take, You're not as much able, particularly when you're younger, mm -hmm. not as much able to take care of yourself. And so the rumbling and the crater kind of thing, uh, to me, speaks to this kind of concept of, of there is, is impact. Something's going to impact your life mm -hmm. and you come out to the crater I'm in it uh, and I represent your father but then I turn into I mean I am your father <laughs> right yeah exactly yeah I am your father but um, you got the turning into the ant or the tree like thing and we talk about all the time how trees in dreams mm -hmm. so often I mean so frequently trees in dreams have to do with the idea of leaders and leadership and being a father I also can represent in that dream the Creator, the Father God, in, in that kind of a dream. Right. And so, yeah. if I were if I were looking at that dream and just giving you a, an interpretation just off the cuff, which I am now, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would it would be something like this: You're going to experience times in your life when you feel like you're not in control. Maybe others have even uh, uh, pushed you into situations that are significant and valuable but you feel very uh, fragile or out of balance or even not sure and certain of your surroundings and why you're supposed to be there and what your purpose mm -hmm. is there. And it's in those seasons, in those times, that the greatest impact in your life can be made. And it may be a little bit scary, 
but there is a real uh, a, a purpose in those seasons of uncertainty that you're able to feel the impact of your creator around you, God around you, uh, coming towards you. And there is a reverential kind of fear, not a fear like I'm terrified of you, but right, you know, what's going to happen yeah. kind of thing that comes with that. So that reverential fear of God or that reverential fear of authority. Yeah, that's the best way I think to describe what that fear was. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in those times that you may feel more fragile, mm-hmm. but there's significant impact being ha- happening in your life that you're going to experience probably some of the greatest growth you 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 might uh, experience in your lifetime. And thinking about that drain, looking at your life, I think you've probably grown more in the times that were stressful than any other than than, than certainly than in the than the easy seasons. And that's not untrue for a lot of people. But that, I think that dream says, hold on through these difficult things and, and there's going to be impact on your life in the midst of it. And when you can't control the circumstances around you, God can. So yeah. I don't know if it makes any sense at all. I mean, yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's cool. So now I got that out of the way. That wasn't what we planned on talking right, about at yeah, all. Yeah, but, yeah. but hey, it gives us a dream topic. Yeah. So, um, so let me ask you this then: it, are, are those does does a dream to you, and to to maybe to your generation, does a dream have to have its absolute understanding, or is just because I te- what I teach sometimes I talk to people about sometimes the dream interpreter the whole purpose is just to point someone in the direction of getting of mm-hmm. understanding for themselves. Are you when you when you think about dreams, are you looking for? Um, an absolute answer? Are you looking for more pointing in a direction? What's your thoughts? Well, I would say um, for me, what I want and what I know is the reason are two different things um, in the sense okay. of because I've grown up with you teaching and all that, I know that sometimes dreams, like you said, are just uh, a point in the general direction almost. Like a dream interpreter, that's what they give you. Is like a they may not be able to give you necessarily what the dream means. You may have to discover it for yourself as you're moving on, but they can help guide you in that area. But I definitely would rather it just be told to me because that I don't want to have to deal with it, but I know I'm going to have to. So I accept that. But knowing other people, I know they probably just want it to be told. So I think that's, I mean, I think that's interesting because I think that's probably what most of us want. I don't think that's generational. I think that's probably what most of we'd rather it be easier. Yeah, I think that's what everybody wants, is it yeah. to be easy. But the problem is there's no, I guess, discovery and easy. Well, and it's a journey. And it's in those times of discovering new things and fragility and emphasis and impact and importance that we're growing. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I like it. So, uh, we said we'd talk about some other ideas and things and get back to your production skills instead of uh, the dreams. So, uh, we uh, we'll, we'll run in that direction for a few minutes. So we've been talking about new things. One of the things that we've talked about with the Dream Stories podcast is we've been doing this for two years now. I mean, I think there's, geez, like 130 or 140 episodes. Yeah, there's quite a few, quite a few. Up. Uh, it's a lot of them. So we've been talking about dreams for a long time. We've we've probably exhausted a lot of the just basic teaching topics. And we've been doing these interviews with people and things like that, which I love. I love those things. But we want it to be fresh for people. 
Um, and I don't want to just force a topic on drains just to be forcing it. So we've been talking about modifying things some, and, and you've been helping me with the ideas of just really kind of shifting to talking about spirituality in general and spiritual topics. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. bringing dreams in as they flow in that process rather than trying to do a dream, dream, dream every week kind of thing. Yeah, because, I mean, like, when you hit somebody with a dream, I mean, that that's why probably a lot of people listen is for a dream and to hear an interpretation. That is what we base this whole show, this podcast off of. But at the same time, there's a lot more depth that you can reach if you expand upon dreams and its surrounding parts and overall spirituality. So I, I like to think that we can expand and to cover other topics other than dreams and bring in different aspects of spirituality to allow for broader topics or even bringing up something that allow us to even go even further into dreams that you didn't, you wouldn't understand without touching another part of spirituality. Yeah, well, and, and, and when I teach, I do some mentoring classes on dream interpretation. We do 12-week classes, and we have two levels of that. And when I talk to my students about it, one of the things we talk about is the idea, I mean, actually one of the very first, maybe second lessons in the process is on God's picture language. The, the dreams are a picture language, and that means the metaphors and images and pictures that come in dreams and interpreting them and understanding those symbols is not limited just to dreams themselves, the way we think about them. Because a lot of people think about dreams as being something you have at night when you go to bed and you're asleep. And when we talk about interpreting them, that's really all they're thinking about. But really a daydream can be interpreted. A, a picture in your mind's eye, a flash of an image, a thought of an image even can be interpreted. And, and, and I believe God speaks to us all the time through those pictures and images. And so I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, there's some things if we just say dreams and nothing else, the feel is we have to have that nighttime dream that's being interpreted instead of recognizing and understanding the picture language of our creator yeah. and how it impacts everything we deal with. Yeah. All revelation, but... but uh, spiritual gift mixes and and spiritual concepts and conversations. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, like one of the things, like while we're doing this, is to be able to develop other projects on top of the podcast that we put out each week. That we can have other projects that we can delve into from the podcast. That the podcast helps develop and to grow, and even help that help the podcast to grow past that and to allow different aspects to come together and allowing the podcast to be not necessarily just always about dreams allows for us to, you know, get into these. To push things. off yeah. on those other ideas. Mm -hmm. So t what, you've been talking about that as well. What are you thinking in terms of, I mean, I know what we've been talking about. What are you thinking in terms of some of the other Do projects? Do you want me to talk about the other you projects? You can talk about them in general. You know, okay. I mean, I because mean, everything's just on the drawing board. You said we... Yeah. we well, most, of, most stuff's on the drawing board because we're looking at, like, how are we going to do it? How are we going to accomplish it? What are... Who, who are we going to have come talk? Who, how are we going to talk? What are we going to talk about? You know, because these things have to be planned out. It's not just like we sit down and go for it because that typically, you know, develops a lot of rambling. Today, well, that's how we do the podcast. That's how we do the podcast. <laughs> and today we didn't have a lot, but we want to make things a little more structured to allow for uh, less gap time in our product that we put out. Um, so, like, we're looking at bringing in, like, doing some, like almost interview style things with different ministers or 
doing roundtable discussions or all those kinds of things to like really bring forth like different aspects, how to watch something, how to watch others interact that aren't necessarily talking to the viewer, but are talking about something that the viewer wants to understand more. Well, I, I, I got to ask, I know the answer, but what was your inspiration? When you say round table and round table discussion, <laughs> what was your inspiration for that? What, What's your thought well, of what that looks like? Well, I mean, probably a lot of people love the, um, the television show, the Mandalorian. I love that show. Like it's awesome. I'm a huge star Wars fan, but, um, they did a thing called uh, the um, the gallery after the sh- series was released, and what it did was it pulled all the directors from every episode and put them in a round table and had them talk about their de- differing skills, what they chose to do over doing something else, how they did it, what inspired them to do something, and it was generally all equals discussing something that they were all equally passionate about. And you're watching them, and you're, they're not talking to you. But they are explaining stuff to each other, but in a way that everyone can understand. And it was just something I was like, wow, that would be great for us to get like ministers together and talk about that. Because, you know, we don't necessarily see ministers talk to each other. They come up on so stage one at a time yeah. and they're talking to us. Why not let's watch some of them talk to each other? And this is just like a concept. We haven't pushed this into reality. We've got different other things we're looking at. But this is probably the, the biggest one that I'm interested in looking at doing something like this. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I love with that, that concept you laid out is particularly because some of our audience are not necessarily church-going Christian, you know, uh, yeah, and what by I'm, their background. Yeah. This works great in that setting because it's just talking about spirituality among spiritual people. Yeah, and it may not even necessarily be ministers. It just could be spiritual people that come in. Someone, but typically leaders are people leaders, who yeah. have a role to play right, right. in a spiritual community of Exactly, sort. yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's, like it's going to be something that's like it's not meant to force a doctrine down your throat in any way. It's meant to provide answers. Exactly, and yeah. And have open discussion. I think I love the idea that that from my perspective as a, 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 a you know a former pastor— and a Christian leader, um, we don't do enough of conversational uh, uh, instruction. In other words, we don't spend enough time just simply digging in and talking about a topic Mm -hmm. and interacting with it. Mm -hmm. We tend to either be listeners or speakers and not interactive in the process. And I love that concept. Yeah, and I want it to be like you will get to, you know, understand Say you you saw someone at a conference speak, and you're like, "Man, I wish I understood what they, what the, who they were more than what they just were on stage." And that's what I want to discover, and for people to discover in this kind of environment that I want to do. Yeah, well, I love it. I don't know what will come of it. I don't know how long it will take, or but we we're, we're going to keep working on it because I love the ideas, and I love I love your creative, innovative ways of looking at things. I know sometimes. Uh, you know, we may have you stuck in the back closet here. Yeah, I like the produ- closet. It's my favorite place. Our production is the closet yeah. in the house. Yeah, it's right? my so, favorite place. So the studio is the big open uh, uh, room, a family kind of room, or whatever you want to call it, that we've yeah, converted yeah. to office and studio. And then the attic space uh, off to the side of it becomes the production and equipment room. And so that's sort of where we have you stuck. And so I'm glad we got you out of the closet to uh, 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 and out of the production room. It'll be another two years before I come out again. <laughs> After I made you talk about your dream, you may not come back at all, right? Yeah, never. It's gone forever. <laughs> never get me back. 
Well, uh, listen, it's, I'm glad we've had this time. I mean, we're just about out of time. It, it seems like the 30 minutes, uh, even though we're not that structured in the podcast, it seems like the 30 minutes, sometimes it just gets away and it's gone pretty quick. So uh, we want to remind folks, if you're watching us, uh, you're probably watching us on YouTube. You may be seeing the video on Facebook or some of the other sources. But we want you to uh, do that like, share, and subscribe process for us. It really helps us out to know you're there. Uh, you know, we see the numbers pop up in the, the um, podcasting um, uh, host site and on YouTube. Uh, but honestly, those numbers don't mean nearly as much as your interaction letting us know what's going on. When you share on Facebook the broadcast or the audio of the podcast, when you like it, when you subscribe to the YouTube channel or you follow our Twitter feed or things like that, those are the things that tell us you're interacting, that you're enjoying it, that it's valuable to us. When we just see numbers... Honestly, you could be on for two or three minutes or four or five minutes and be gone, and we never know. You're just a number on the screen. But when you hit the like button, when you hit the share button, when you hit the subscribe button, that tells us that what we're doing has some value to you. And so we really want to encourage you to take those steps. You'll find us on the Facebook page for Dream Stories uh, Podcast, which it's literally Dream Stories Podcast on Facebook is the backslash or forward slash. I always get those mixed up as to which it is. Whatever it is, it probably going to I'll type it out. Yeah, you'll it'll see go on the it. It'll be so, somewhere in this area. Yeah, so so it, it's there. We're also uh, on most of your podcasting services and on YouTube. Uh, please get out there, be a part with us. Let us know what you're thinking, and we're glad to have you with us. And I guess since Lisa's not here, I get to say it today, unless you want to. Nah, you're good. We, go ahead. As we close out again, keep dreaming.